Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bichara Supply Chain. This is Norhadi, your host. My guest today is Reynad Siu. He is a sustainability and climate change specialist, advisor to CNTGPS, where he is responsible for advancing the organization work in the field of climate change and sustainability. Thank you for being here, Reynad. It's great to have you on the show. Well, thanks, Nuhardi, for inviting me. It's great to be here. Mm. Okay, so in today's episode, we are going to talk about how do we get started with uh, sustainability. So, Renat, could you please brief a little bit about yourself and how did you end up with the role in climate change and sustainability? Uh, sure. So, I'm actually a board of advisor with the Center for Governance and Political Studies, or SANGPS in short. My primary role is very much focused on trying to advance climate change and sustainability-related uh, policies uh, within our country and also in Southeast Asia as a region. Uh, in terms of how I got into the role was actually a very personal one. I think growing up in the East Coast of Peninsula, Malaysia, I've always been exposed and have seen some of the devastating effects, right, of climate change like floods, droughts that has basically affected people in my community. So growing up, I've always had this passion that, you know, of wanting to do something about it. And when I came across, you know, this fear of sustainability, it immediately clicked for me. I realized that this is an area that I'm truly passionate about because I think there's a real sense of purpose and a real sense of why we're doing this. And obviously, as, as you know, climate change is really the defining issue of our generation. If we don't act on it now, there's going to be more severe repercussions. So there's definitely a sense of urgency and, and a whole um, a very clear sense of purpose as to why, you know, I'm, I'm involved in this space. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So to start off the discussion, Arena. Can you explain to our listeners what is a difference between sustainability and a circular economy and why sustainability now is becoming a trend? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you did a quick search, right, on Google, you probably come across, you know, thousand or odd different definitions of sustainability alone. But just generally, uh, sustainability can be defined well, at least according to the Brundtland report, as you know, being able to meet the needs of our present generation without mm -hmm. compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. And more often than not, we usually say that sustainability is centered around three pillars, the economic pillar, the social pillar, and of course, the environmental pillar. And, you know, one can only consider, right, an entity can only consider itself to be sustainable if it's able to balance up these three pillars, okay? Now, when you talk about circular economy, I think this tends to relate more to uh, the environmental side of things, uh, specifically with regards to how we are managing waste. Yeah. So, you know, like, 
I think the idea behind circular economy is not to see waste as waste, but to see waste as a form of resource. So they're also quite interconnected. There are terms such as cradle to cradle. So it's the idea that when you discharge or dispose something, you have to repurpose it so that it adds more value. It goes back in a circular fashion into a whole cycle, into a whole ecosystem. So it doesn't get out of that loop. And hence the name circular. And this is really a concept that's uh, definitely gaining a lot of traction, uh, especially in certain parts of uh, Southeast Asia, you know, like Malaysia and both Indonesia, because waste is becoming such a huge problem. And, you know, governments uh, are spending a lot of money just trying to manage and discard all of this different ways. So there needs to be a new business case as to how we are actually managing this. And I think innovation such as sustainability and circular economy is definitely picking up trend because it is such an important right business imperative. Yeah. It helps to solve, you know, uh, the problems and challenges that we're currently facing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And what advice can you offer the business leader how to get started with uh, sustainability? Yeah, I would say that there is no one-size-fits-all approach. It really depends on, you know, the nature of the business in itself. Like, so for example, if you're involved in financing, you know, there's an opportunity to look into how you can actually embed sustainability criteria, right, into things like uh, climate finance or sustainability link loans. So there's a whole different uh, networks or groups, right, that have actually emerged uh, in this space. If you're a small, medium enterprise uh, company or SME, then there are also opportunities to network with groups of people in the eco or social enterprise price, uh, space. So these are essentially entities that are looking to tackle environmental and social challenges, but at the same time, they have a business that runs to support this agenda. So I think for me, for me, it's really about being able to connect to people in your ecosystem uh, to learn from them because they have obviously, you know, started doing something in this, in this field, in this space. So it's very important to be able to connect to them, to share resources, to learn from each other and to grow together. Sustainability at the end of the day is not a one-person journey or a one-organization journey, you need to have strong collaborative partnerships in order to tackle, you know, some of the mega challenges that I've highlighted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so let's jump to another important question, Renat. How to promote uh, sustainability in the workplace? Yeah, this is a difficult question, but an interesting one. For me, I think what is really important is a mindset shift. A lot of people have this notion that embarking on sustainability is costly or expensive. And I just want to challenge that a little bit to say that that might not necessarily be true in this day and age. There are actually a lot of opportunities uh, that we can leverage on in sustainability. So I think that narrative needs to change. Mm. that, you know, people need to have a mindset shift in this space. And we also need to build up that culture, right, of constantly looking for areas of improvement. And I think for me, that's really the starting point of, of how you actually start promoting sustainability in the workplace. Of course, what needs to be said as well is that the tone from the top leaders uh, within an organization, right, is very important, like how they set the agenda, how they shape the mission and vision 
of the workplace is very important. Uh, they need to provide a safe space. They need to provide uh, training even to build up the capacity of different employees in, in the workplace so that they will be able to you know, enhance and, and think of ways to embed sustainability in their day-to-day -day job. So that's quite a broad range of, of things that uh, leaders can actually do in this area. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And can you give a few example of ways to be sustainable in everyday life? Yeah, I think there are, there are a lot of things that uh, we can do. Like one of the things that I'm personally uh, striving for is to add in more vegan meals in my diet. Vegan so meals. Really, yeah, vegan meals yeah. or, or mm -hmm. even vegetarian, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can include that in, you know, as part of your lunch, your dinner, like two or three times a week. I think that's a really good start because it's of low carbon instead of um, consuming a lot of uh, red meat. Um, obviously, you know, like if you can opt for carpooling or use the public transport as much as possible, I think that would help also. Uh, and of course, you know, like I'm a coffee lover, you know, I need to start off my day with coffee. So whenever I go to a star bar, Starbucks or, you know, like a coffee shop, I will always bring my own um, container right. or tumbler, right? Instead of them giving me uh, plastic cups, uh, which I don't really like. So I think these are really, really small steps that, you know, we can all uh, take. And I genuinely believe that it does make a whole lot of difference. Right. Interesting. I am a coffee lover too, uh, Renan. So that's very good advice that I could implement that. Absolutely. Before we finish the conversation, what, what is the main KTX way that you would like to share with the listener today? Yeah, I guess for me, I would say that, you know, don't just look at a cup as half full or half empty, but the fact that it's always refillable. Um, what that means basically, or, or the advice that I want to give is that, you know, sometimes when we look at a certain situation, you know, like we either feel like, oh, we're so thankful or so optimistic that it has happened, or we might maybe become pessimistic. But I think what is really important is to acknowledge the fact that there's always something that we can do about it. There are always ways to improve our current status quo. There are always different ways in which we can improve our sustainability lifestyles. And I think that that is important to have that mindset uh, that, you know, we need to continuously improve to make a difference and that we can do it if we were to collaborate and partner with each other. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, so thank you again for joining us today, Renat. I really appreciate that and look forward to speaking with you at another time. Well, thanks for having me. It was a great pleasure to speak to you. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the Chara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.